year after year, we amp up, preparing to enter the new year with resolutions and declarations for a new start. The Times Tribune did a study to discover that only 8% of Americans actually keep their resolutions all year. 80% have walked away by the beginning of February. Why is this? And where do you consistently find yourself within these numbers? The 8 or the 80%? We are talking about it today. What makes the difference between the person that sets the goals and achieves them and the one that sets the goals and aborts them? Today's topic, the prerequisite. Welcome to another episode of Just a Moment with Indy, the podcast where we gain confidence and clarity one episode at a time. And now, here's your host. Hello, and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Indy, and this is Just a Moment with Indy. So we took a little break and we're back and I'm excited to be back chatting with you all. And what are we talking about today? The prerequisite. Um, During my time off and even a little bit before then, I had been doing a little reflective work um, with kind of the pace and the course of my life. And also, you know, really looking at some of the lessons that I've learned this year in 2020. Um, And then also really trying to determine what direction I wanted to take myself, um, my growing business, and the family into 2021. And, you know, definitely what I had been um, hearing God say as far as uh, the up ahead. And so one of the um, terms or um, concepts that I kind of read, ran head into was the prerequisite. Uh, Where was the great divide? I was trying to determine between, um, you know, places in my own life where I felt like I had missed the mark or gotten close, (laughs) but no trophy. And then the places where I had achieved absolute success. What was the deal breaker? And as I just kept going along week after week and just really, you know, digging in and, and getting, you know, raw with myself, I realized it was prerequisites that um, the capacity to hold something is only as great as the strength of the container that's holding it. So if I'm making or, or we're all making these, these lofty goals and, and we're praying and ask God for these large blessings and breakthroughs, uh, we're, you know, working hard to achieve success in particular areas. Uh, what, what is it that makes it fleeting just out of reach or we actually get it and we self-sabotage? Um, you know, if you go online and you Google the percentage of uh, lottery winners 
that go bankrupt within a certain amount of years after winning the lottery. What is that? What What is it that where someone can become a millionaire and then a few years later they're homeless in some cases? And um, so, yeah, I ran head in with the prerequisite. And so when I typically think of the prerequisite, I think back to when I was in high school. And my high school guidance counselor was reviewing my classes to see if I met the requirements to apply for college and universities. And she spoke about the pre-requirements I needed to achieve and the minimum grades needed in order to demonstrate I had gained competency in that subject area. Um, Why? Because if I had achieved the minimum requirements it spoke to, um, my readiness to advance to the next level, that I be set and ready and better positioned to achieve success once I arrived at uh, the college or the university. And so it started me to thinking, could it be that some of the struggles that uh, maybe you and I have experienced in life or in achieving goals, could it be attributed to the prerequisites in our life that needed to be met? Perhaps, um, you know, you have been attempting to advance to levels available to you, but you just needed to demonstrate competency in the prerequisite in that area. So maybe it wasn't necessarily, it just wasn't your time or it's just not in the cards for you or, you know, I'll try again next year or too lofty of a goal. Um, Maybe it was just more attention needed on the prerequisite of that area. Um, Because again, we're thinking of a prerequisite as a container. So if your container is fortified and it's large enough to contain whatever it is you're reaching for, then you're bettering your chances of achieving that goal and also um, being able to maintain it for the long haul. So often what we may call challenges are actually transformations. It's the ouch of the transformation. It's the stirring of the nest. It's the uncomfortable of the unknown or uncertain. And so transformations that are attempting to bring us back to the prerequisites that need our attention. So we've, we've ventured out, you know, we're pushing forward into an area that we may really believe we're prepared for. And maybe in terms, in technical terms or on paper uh, or as far as skill, we are ready. Uh, However, there is some background experiences, some requirements that we skipped over, we avoided, we kind of pushed to the side because maybe we believe it had no bearing on 
moving ahead. You know, that was the past or, you know, it'll work out once I lose weight or once I, I um, you know, achieve more financial success or world success. You know, once I get the promotion, once I get married, once, you know, I move to wherever. We believe that these are the 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 things, the game changers that will help us achieve whatever it is that we need, that we're aiming to achieve. But really, you know, either in route there or once we get there or soon after being there, we discover that those were, you know, it was it was it's only a band-aid because we start to see where it's coming apart at the seams and you know, uh, we may even feel, you know, helpless in trying to figure out how to keep the water from coming in the boat. And really what the water coming into the boat is exposing is the prerequisites, the, the checks and the maintenance that needed to take place before we pushed out uh, or we launched out into the deep. And so um, we're calling it challenges, but it's, it's that in-between time of transformation. And, uh, you know, if you're anything like me, you may want to jump ahead to the winner's circle, to the I made it space. But life is saying to you that I can't graduate you without first meeting these prerequisites. And so then it becomes a matter of switching from trying to control the pace and direction of your life. And you move into a place of acceptance. And acceptance um, is not so much as just tolerating or settling, but acceptance is getting to a place of understanding, um, you know, it is what it is. And so what that speaks to is that this is the place that I'm at. These are the areas that I need to address and then begin assessing what steps are needed to make adjustments so that I can advance ahead. Because um, what happens a lot is you, you see what is possible and you're dreaming about what's possible. And those two indicators let you know that it is, in fact, possible. Um, but you experience challenges and maybe challenges go on a little bit longer than you feel you have tolerance for. And you begin to talk yourself out of it or fear or doubt or insecurity or some other negative narrative begins to happen where you begin to tell yourself, I'm experiencing these challenges, these, what feels like a holdback what feels like a stall uh, or, um, you know, warring against me. Uh, and I thought it would be so much easier if it was designated for me. But really what's happening is you, you would not have dreamed on that level. You would not have shot your shot on that level if it were not possible for you. But what has to happen is the prerequisite, the pre-work, the, the backstage work um, in order to be able to better position yourself for what it is that you're hoping for. And so 
the prerequisite provides clarity in this sense of direction. It's time out for going year after year, unsure of the who's, the what, the when's, the why's of your life, um, or just simply going along with the flow. 2020 can be the last year that you live unaware and unfocused. And it's important to solidify yourself in that, to maybe even write it somewhere and say that, that 2020 will be my last year that I live unaware and unfocused. And so for the next four weeks, four weeks, y'all, as we head into 2021, um, if you'll stick with me, we will walk through definitive steps that I was given and I've been walking through and they have really changed the trajectory of my life um, and my focus. Uh, we're going to walk through those steps and strategies to get you on track to success. And, but first, we have to get started this week with the prerequisite. So what are the prerequisites? Uh, I have five main areas and then we'll go into a bonus. Hopefully we'll have time. So number one, who am I versus who I've become? And so what informs that is the first question there. Uh, what informs who you are versus who you've become? Is it family? Is it culture? Uh, is it a heartache? Unwillingness to let go? Um, perfection? W who informs your definition of who you are versus who you've become? Uh, are you a go-getter because you have drive or is it so that you can stay busy, so that you don't have to sit with yourself? Uh, these are important questions to ask and really to kind of sit with for a while. Uh, it's important before moving forward, and this was the number one prerequisite, that you understand who you are, because who you are is what informs uh, what you reach for, where you're uh, I've been reading the book, The Big Leap, and it talks a lot about the zone of genius. So your zone of genius is uniquely connected to who you, you really are, uh, who you are organically, or versus who you've become. So it is easy to mistaken who you've become with who you really are. Uh, you may have become this person that you have lived out, um, that you have portrayed to the world, that um, becomes your representative when you show up in life. And you may have lived it for so long that you yourself even begin to think, that's just who I am. You know, we hear a lot, um, or at least, you know, it's been my history that, oh, that's just so-and-so, or you know how they are, or that's just, you know, I'll use the name Jane. That's just Jane. You know how Jane is. That Jane is just being Jane. 
or, you know, they'll pay, you know, Mark any attention. That's, he's just like that. Uh, is that really Mark or is that who Mark has become? And why is Mark that way? Why are you the way that you are? Uh, are you sure and are you definite on the understanding that that is actually you or that's something that you portray because it's a, a family moniker, because that's what you see in culture, um, trend, the things that you pay attention to uh, the most and for the most often um, begin to show up in your life. So is it a result of what you listen to or the people that you hang around, the books that you read or the books that you don't read, um, the type of entertainment that you find entertaining? Uh, or, you know, on a, like we said, on a deeper level, is it the heartache that has gone unresolved? Is it the bitterness that has set in? And every time you know, you, you step into something where growth is possible, uh, a relationship or promotion, uh, an idea to write a book, um, that growth tries to, uh, take root in your life and manifest, but that root of bitterness also comes up and it ends up choking the growth and, and causing you to abort it. So who am I? versus who I've become. And so what is the answer to this? Uh, if you're not truly who you are, or if you even question, you know, well, do I know who I am? Um, what are some of the steps that I can take to address this first prerequisite? Start sitting with yourself. Just sit with yourself. No TV, no radio, no phone, uh, no movies, no company, no music in the background, nothing. Just sit with yourself. What are the thoughts that you have? How do you feel just sitting with yourself? Um, bring in a journal and just journal uh, unapologetically, without judgment. Just journal the thoughts that are going through your head. Just write them down and, and look at them. Uh, of course, you can pray and ask God to show you who you really are and diligently daily pursue that and he will begin. Um, he says, if you ask for wisdom, he'll give it to you. Um, but he says, uh, only them that seek me with their whole heart will find me. So you can um, go into prayer and ask God if you're a faith believer, um, you know, if you feel like you need to, invest in some therapy. That's one of the things that we want to lead into 2021 is investing in ourselves. So invest in some therapy um, and, and get that, that, that motor going of thought process. Uh, listen to podcasts, read books, um, you know, will help you really uh, hone in on some of the deeper questions that maybe you're not asking, but need to ask. So these are some of the things that we can do to address number one. Number two, what are my true values? What are your true values? And that speaks to people, beliefs, everything, the job that you work and the reason you chose that job, the reason that you are choosing to stay with that job, 
um, which doesn't mean good or bad, but just the reason you're there um, speaks to your values, your friends, the things that you watch, the conversations that you have. Uh, all of these speak to your values. And you know what else speaks to your values? The kind of goals that you choose year after year, the things that you pursue. Um, that definitely speaks to your values. And we're going to learn within these four weeks about how when you're setting goals, um, one of the, the number one disqualifiers of a goal is when we set goals and those goals have nothing to do with our values. They have nothing to do with uh, who we believe we are and what we believe we can have. And so we set these goals kind of obscure to who we are uh, intrinsically and then they they go awry we don't achieve them and we're we're frustrating our own habits our own pursuits and and we don't even realize it so what are your true values what you value has to become foundational uh, and it always it's always present at the core of what you do and why you do it uh, the kind of food that you choose. I was looking at a video and it was uh, a little cute video of a, a child um, that is not from America and the breakfast that the mom made for the baby uh, is something that I would never make for my children, but it, it, it wasn't because, you know, it was neglect or anything like that, but it was true. It was organic to the culture and, and, you know, what the belief was from wherever the family was from. And I'm sure if they were to watch a video of me making breakfast for my children, it would be like, oh, ugh, you know. So what, what I'm saying is it's at the core of what you do and why you do. And maybe that, yeah, I guess that could be a valid uh, example. But my point that I was trying to make is that um, your values, what's important to you, um, what you believe, um, the, the factors that you allow to inform what you believe and why you do, all of that speaks to your values, what's important to you. And um, so we take a look at that. So what's the answer to or what's the, the, um, the way that we can address number two? Make a list of true values. Why are they important? Review them periodically so that you stay on track. What are your values? Why are they important to you? That's important to look at. Uh, is it time to update your values? Do you have values because that was passed down to you from whatever reason? Do you value the things because that's what you you feel like you have to do in order to stay in a certain position or role? Um, or are those your true values and you joined with this entity or you stay with it because you agree um, foundationally that's who you are and who you want to represent? So it's important to look at that. Number three, what is mine versus what I've accepted as mine? What is mine, M-I-N-E, versus what I've accepted as mine? 
And so I want you to take a moment and just look around you. Look around wherever you are, your car, your home, you're in a coffee shop. Um, Does your environment, does your current emotional state, your current finances, your relationships, your health, the opportunities that you're in and you're seeking, that you're planning for, do they reflect your highest or the process in route to your highest or no? So what is mine versus what I've accepted as mine? Does the environment, the mindset, Uh, The way you choose to show up, how does that reflect what's yours and what you told yourself is yours? And so what does that mean clearly? Um, Are you living the way that you're living because you feel like that is true to who you really are, which then speaks back to prerequisite number one and number two, or are you living the way you're living because that's what you've accepted as available to you? There's a difference. And yes, you can turn the corner and no, it is not dependent upon an age or, you know, I don't have the money or I don't have this or I've never had that or I was never taught that um, because all of those excuses belong to me. And I'm letting you know that they don't cut it when it's time for you to truly show up in life. Um, I've learned, I've had the experience of understanding uh, no excuse can prevent you from really showing up as you. But again, we have to go back to prerequisite one. Who am I versus who I've become? And number two, what are my true values? In order to be able to um, truly answer what is mine versus what I've accepted as mine. So when I first stated that question, did something immediately come to mind for you? Did something immediately pop into your mind? When you looked around your environment and the things you get involved with and the things that you call important, and it's not a, a dig, I'm, you know, just whatever you call important. I may do some things in life and you, you know, people may think, oh, that's not important. That's not, but it's important to me. The same with you. You may do some things where I might question, well, you know, why? But it's important to you. But the question is, why is it important to you to do that? Why is it important to be that? Why have you placed, uh, prerequisite number two, why have you placed value on that characteristic, that perspective, that choice in life. And while we're on that point, if you settled for something, do me a favor and write the sentence down. I've settled for this because 
write the sentence down, get a sheet of paper. I've settled for this because, and then begin to write the reason to yourself why you have settled in whatever area, if you distinguish that you have settled, why have you settled? Did you settle because it was just too overwhelming? Did you settle because that's all you've ever seen your family or, or whatever um, entity you called leadership or connect to? That's all you've ever seen them achieve. And so you believe that that's all that's in the cards for you. Uh, have you settled because of unresolved wounds um, that you're still feeling the effects of and are still, um, you know, really a controlling factor of your life? I have settled because, and then write that out um, and write it out without judgment. Uh, write it from a perspective of you're gathering data, you're gathering intel so that you can begin to move forward. You can't judge yourself and successfully and from uh, a perspective of, of health, move forward with judgment. Uh, it's more of an assessment. You're assessing where you are right now, which is what we talked about at the top of the show, and you're determining the course of action that will be needed to move forward. It's just like that appointment that I talked about with my guidance counselor. We were looking at the pre-required courses that I needed to take and we were assessing where I was in relationship to that. Here's the list, here's the prerequisites, and then how much of the prerequisite at that point had I met? And it, was a, it wasn't for the purpose of judging me uh, or being critical, but it was for the purpose of determining what is the next step? What do we need to be proactive in? What is the action plan that we're going to, we're going to talk about action plans in another week or two. What is the action plan that needs to be put in place so that I can be on schedule on time for graduation and for um, the deadlines to apply to the colleges and the universities that I wanted to apply to, uh, I will have met the prerequisite or will be en route uh, to meeting the prerequisite. And so then the colleges and universities that were interested in me could make a preliminary decision to accept me upon completing the prerequisite. And then once I completed the prerequisite, I would send in a final uh, uh, assessment or a final um, listing of what I had met and they would be able to make their final decision as far as acceptance into the next level, which was um, entering freshman year at the college or the university. So that's what life is doing right now. Uh, by you answering this question, I've settled because, by you looking at who am I versus uh, who I've become, by you determining and creating a list of your true values and to begin living from that, place, making the necessary adjustments in your life so that you can live from a place of your true values, um, then you can get that preliminary 
uh, yes, you're doing the work. And so you're fortifying yourself to be able to get uh, into that next level. And so what is the, the solution that we want to uh, possibly apply here for prerequisite number three? Um, we want to look at how we can begin to authentically look at who we are, again, without judgment, we want to consistently review the list of true values that you connect to or you want to begin connecting to. And then we want to, in determining that you can live a life without settling, um, that you can live a life that represents who you are, your highest you, and who you're on your way to becoming by living intentional daily, just being aware daily, not just mindlessly going through the motions and um, not just reaching for the usual, but really it calls for being intentional. And I don't know if, if you've ever really try to live intentional. I am trying it maybe for the first time. I will admit um, really living intentional, really paying attention to the little things that I do just out of habit, uh, just muscle memory. My hands reach for uh, snacks. <laughs> Muncher. I love to munch. And it's just something that my hands reach for. Is there a reason behind it or is it just a habit that I do? Um, which I guess would have a reason behind it, but uh, I just reach for it. And so living intentional, I have to become very mindful of this habit. And either one, I have to put healthier snacks in the house which I've learned, um, you know, the other night I was, I was up late working and I was super, super hungry. I was telling myself I was super hungry. There were some, you know, it's holiday time. There were some not healthy snacks <laughs> in the kitchen and there were some things that I buy, uh, the kids, uh, for their, their daily things that they like. And then there were healthier choices. So we have fruit in there. We have pineapples and we have mandarin, or mandarin oranges and these uh, apple slices that the kids and I both like from Trader Joe's. They are the best, the ones in the bag, in case you guys want to go out and grab them. So I wanted to go reach for the chips or the cookies or something along those lines. And my son said to me, you want apples? And I was like, yeah, I want apples. <laughs> I really did not want apples, but I needed apples. So I had to tell myself and my hand uh, and my munching mechanism that we want apples. We are going to have apples. We're not going to at one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning, whatever time it was, we're not going to reach for anything else. And so as I was sitting eating these apple slices, I was thinking I really wasn't 
that hungry because these apples don't taste like cookies or chips. So um, it's important to really look at the things that you do with just muscle memory. It's easy to let those things slide and not being a warden of yourself. Um, and, and you want to make sure in this area you really apply grace. And if it took you 20, 30, 40 years to build this habit, it's not going to just go away overnight. It is going to take some time. Maybe, you know, for you, it might be, you know, instantly. Some people can do that. I cannot. I'm not one of those people. Uh, it may take you a couple of weeks. It may take you months or years even. And so it's important to apply grace and not uh, give a final judgment that you're a failure that you can't do it. You might as well just, you know, stop kidding yourself. Do not allow those types of mindsets to enter as you're turning this ship. It takes a, a lot to turn a huge ship. And so you have to apply grace uh, whenever you begin to make changes. Prerequisite number four, y'all, we're trucking along. What is needed so that I can achieve my vision goals? What's needed? Uh, is it digging deeper to spend time on character development? Is it overcoming addictions? Is it addressing bitterness or disassociating from a lifestyle or a social circle? What is needed to achieve your vision goals. So the first three prerequisites, we out of the box, we realize, you know, we need to better understand who we are organically. We need to understand what we stand for, our values, and we need to understand and really recognize and identify the places where maybe we've settled in life and why um, have we accepted the settle. And so what adjustments? Because at this point, it's easy to become frustrated and say, well, you know, I, I don't know who I really am. What does it really matter? Or, you know, it's easy to become frustrated and maybe a little discouraged, especially if you are realizing that, you know, it might take a little bit of work. It might take a little bit of effort and sweat and rolling up the sleeves but it will be well worth the investment that you put into yourself. So what do you need to do to achieve your vision goals? So we talked about some deep things, digging deeper, spending time on character development is no quick fix. Like that's, that's you uncover one layer and then you get to another layer. Um, there was a few years ago, I needed my kitchen floor redone. And so um, when the guy came in and he started pulling up the floor, uh, he initially told me, oh yeah, it'll be done in a couple of hours. Uh, it takes about a couple of hours because I had to do some work that day or something. And I wanted to know, you know, as far as like the noise or anything, how long he would be there. And so he started pulling up the floor. And what he discovered was that whoever had laid the floor before did not do it properly. And they actually were just layering material on top of material. They never fully pulled up um, everything that needed to be pull up, pulled up in order for it to be 
a proper surface, which is probably why I needed to have my floors pulled up. So he said, this is going to take more than a couple of hours because I got to pull up all of this that has been just layered on top of layer on top of layer, all of this, you know, whoever has been doing this all this time. And I got to get down to uh, where it needs to be, where I need to lay the floor in order for it to you not to continue to have this problem. And so I'm asking you today, what have you been layering on top of layering on top of layering Um, And on the surface for a while, it looks okay. But then you begin to have disruptions in your life to the point where um, it now requires your attention. Maybe before you could have been a little bit more preactive, proactive, and, you know, did some maintenance work. But now it's at the point where it's a must do. You absolutely have to address the layers that have been, you've been building and packing in on top of each other. And so again, that speaks to character development, um, overcoming addictions, which may be a challenge, but it's not impossible. Uh, Dealing with bitterness, with family, with a past love relationship, with employers, whoever, Dealing with bitterness, church hurt, if that's a place that you are experiencing. Uh, What is it that you need to do to dig in and make the adjustment so that you can achieve your vision goals? Or maybe you're on this side of the table where you need to just make decisions and stick with them. You need to just make a decision and just stick with it. Keep it before your eyes. And this is the decision that I've made. And this is what I'm going to stay true to uh, no matter what comes my way. As long as, again, it speaks to who you are and your foundational beliefs and your values, um, then make the decision and stick with it. And then another layer is even making a decision and take action. Do you need to call your creditors and stop sending them the voicemail or having the kids answer the phone? Do you need to call your creditors and just set up a a program with them or a system or find out what's available, especially now creditors are even more uh, lenient and willing to, to help take advantage of this time. Uh, Do you need to begin developing a system or strategy to pay down your debt? Do you need to go ahead and get the outline going so that you can write the book? Do you need to go ahead and start the blog? There are so many uh, influencers now on YouTube. Uh, I have been learning just really a lot. I just search it. I type it in how to blah, 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 how to do this, how to start this, what are the steps for that? And I'm on YouTube and I watch the videos and they're two minutes and they're eight minutes and 11 minutes. Um, But I'm investing that time so that I can know, uh, is it 
speaking to where I'm at? Do I have the time to invest there? Do I need to adjust some other things that are not as important so that I can give the time to this so that I can build not only the business that I want, but I can build the person that I want to be, the mom that I want to be, the things that God is preparing me for uh, in the up ahead. I, I want to be that person. And so what investments or adjustments do I need to make in my life to cut out and cut away the things that need to be cut away and to put in and invest and pour into myself the things that I need to do so that when the king does call, and I'm talking about Joseph, y'all, he was in prison and he was a little scruffy, but when the king called for Joseph, they got him up, they cleaned him up, they got him ready to go before the king and it was now his time. And so when they call you, when opportunity calls you, when life calls you, when that blessing hits your life that you've been waiting for, will you be ready? Because you won't have time to get ready. You have to already be ready. If you stay ready, you won't have to get ready. And so the answer, some, some ways that we can address prerequisite number four is to get real, get honest with yourself. Again, not judging, but assessing so that you can know the next effective step to take. Set a goal, attach a date to it, and work on it daily by taking the first step. Research if you're not sure the steps that you need to take or can take. Pray and ask God for wisdom and direction. Face it. Some of us just need to face some things and go ahead and, and deal with it and so you can move on. Faith it. Some of us have been taking a head knowledge approach to some things that really God wants you to take a faith step on. He's not allowing forward movement in that area any longer based on intellect, but he wants you to move in faith. So that's some, that's for some of us and try and be okay with mistakes. Y'all, that's me. That one hit me. Try and be okay with mistakes. It's okay to make a mistake. If you're not making mistakes, you're not reaching high enough. You're not reaching for what is suitable for you if you're not experiencing mistakes, if you're not hitting walls, if you're not experiencing trials, then you're not thinking on the level you should be thinking. There are going to be some mistakes attached to forward movement always. If you if you look up any of the greats, the great influencers, the wealthy people of the world, the people that have made great advancements, their story will always include a mistake, a setback, a trial. Any of the people that God used greatly in the Bible, their story always includes a setback, a mistake, a, a trial, but they always triumph in the end. So mistakes is a necessary part of the process. Go ahead and build in that pain plan, the plan for your pain, for your get back up, for your get back in the race, for your I'm going, I'm not going to break. I'm going to refocus and dig in deeper. Go ahead and get that plan uh, in place 
so that when it happens, you can be proactive and you don't have to disrupt all of the progress you've made being reactive and then have to get your mind right again and get back in the, the race, okay? We're, we're no longer starting and stopping and I'm, I'm talking to the mirror now, y'all. Okay, number five, the message I tell myself that drives my life. What is that internal narrative that has been driving your life? That internal narrative is connected to your vision, what you see, how you see it. It's connected to your hearing, what you hear, what, what you tune your ears to hear and what you tune out. And when you tune in, how you hear it, how you process it, is connected to everything that you reach for and you think that you can't or you don't deserve to reach for it. That internal narrative is, as my grandma used to say, a booger. Like it is the thing that you really have to stay on top of. And what is that that internal uh, neg that internal narrative? Um, it informs everything that you do. And because of the internal narrative, it's important for us to understand that you will only go as far as you believe that you can. Regardless of what is available, what's actually available for you, regardless of what is actually possible for you, regardless of what was actually planned and intended for you, if you don't believe that that is for you, it will never, you'll never get there. You will only get as far as you believe you can. And what informs that? Your internal narrative. The message I tell myself that drives my life. When you step out to do anything, what happens on the inside of you? Do you get nervous? Do you shrink back? Do you prefer to be in the background? Um, do you become a class clown? Do you want the, the spotlight on you? Uh, do you highlight your own self-perceived faults before anyone has an opportunity to discover them? Do you downplay your greatness? and upplay someone else, uh, especially around family and friends that have known you for a while. What is your internal narrative? What's the narrative that's fueling and leading you in life? We need to take a look at that. That's a big prerequisite um, because in setting your goals, you will set goals for one, you'll set goals for things or achievements that you want just so that you can show people and show yourself, I'm good enough. I'm good enough to be here. See, I have these things. Or see, I achieved this. This thing makes me good enough. This thing validates me. But really, it does not speak to your true value, which is why you have trouble maintaining it. 
you want to prove to the world something that you don't believe about yourself. You have to get that internal narrative, that message that's driving your life. You got to get on top of that. You got to get real with it. You are able to change your mind. You are able to change what you're telling yourself about yourself. Um, And part of that process in turning the corner, turning the ship, is those first four prerequisites. Who are you? What are your values? We, We have to begin to look at those prerequisites in order for us to understand the message that you're telling yourself that's directing your life. So how do we how do we answer to that? First, we need to understand that this is the thing. Love yourself now. We're not waiting. You're, you're not withholding your own validation. You may be experiencing or believing, you know, it's already being withheld out or you've had a relationship or on the job or growing up or wherever it was where, you know, Affection, love, validation, all of that may have been withheld on some level. So then what we're not going to do is then you turn around and withhold it from yourself because that has become a part of the internal narrative. If I'm doing good, then I can give myself permission to do this. If I'm doing bad as perceived by you, then I'm going to withhold this because I don't deserve this or I need to do better. But... Part of helping yourself do better is to love yourself on the front end, to accept yourself, accept yourself, love yourself, embrace yourself, become your own advocate, accept yourself, give it the the kudos, the girl, the high five, whatever it is, give it to yourself now in the process because just doing these exercises your roads ahead than you were this time last week this time last year this time five years ago 10 years ago give it to yourself now pray and search scripture that speaks to the area that makes you squirm so wherever you're having challenges wherever you're getting that negative narrative uh, Google the scriptures, scriptures on the mind, scriptures on thought, scriptures on becoming a wife, scriptures on becoming a husband, scriptures on asking, you know, promotion in the job, scriptures on, you know, letting people go. There is nothing that we're dealing with that is not in the Bible. So you have definite solution there. Spend time journaling and really go below the surface. Seek a professional again. Make that investment in yourself. Eliminate or minimize the people that speak to who you were. Spend most of your time around people that speak to where you can be. So minimize and eliminate spending time with people who speak to who you were. And spend most of your time around people that speak to where you can be. It may be deaf, you know, in person 
over the phone, people that you're able to call up, but it may be people online and they're able to speak affirmation and challenge your thought to think on a higher level. Spend your time with these people. Read their books. The books that speak to your values, the books that speak to where you want to go. They're speaking into your life. Read the books. Listen to the podcast. Visualize yourself being the ultimate you until it no longer feels like imagination or silly. You may spend time imagining things that feel a little silly because how can I ever be that when I'm looking around right now and nothing about my right now speaks to my next. But if you spend time visualizing it, it will become your next will become your now and you'll have to get an even higher level of visualization for a new next. But spend time until it no longer feels like imagination, until it feels real, until it becomes the driving force, until you have to become a different person in order to step into it and stay there successfully. And you no longer feel silly dreaming on that level. And don't talk to people about your dreams unless you know they're going to carry your baby with you or they are going to cause your baby to leap when you walk into their atmosphere. We have to start thinking more intentional for 2021. So I'm going to stop right there because I've kept you guys for a long time. I'll do a separate episode for the bonus um, because it's there's a little bit there. So I'll do that in a separate episode. Uh, so when this when you see this one go live, then look for the bonus um, mini podcast and we'll go through that. So so what is it that we need to do? We need to first determine who am I versus who I've become. And then what are my true values? Number three, what is mine versus what I've accepted as mine? Number four, what is needed so that I can achieve my vision goals? That speaks to adjustments. And then number five, what is the message that I tell myself that drives my life? Those are your five prerequisites this week. Spend time with those prerequisites. It is so important if you want to step into 2021 different. If you don't want 2021, regardless of the pandemic, we're not speaking in relationship to a pandemic or job or finances or any of those things. We're talking about you because as you begin to change, I guarantee you, your circumstances will change. Listen, we're in a pandemic. And although companies have lost money and a lot of companies have gone out of business, there are people still hitting billionaire status and millionaire status. There are people that are uh, launching their business during the pandemic. There are people that are moving and getting new houses and new offices and they're writing the books. How are they doing that? It's because they have addressed some prerequisites in their life. You can do it too. You absolutely can do it, but it is going to require you 
to find value in it, to find it important, and to place it as priority in order to address these prerequisites so that you can be ready when it's time to elevate into 2021. 2021 is going to be the best year of your life. I don't care who was on the other side of this podcast who just heard that. I am saying 2021 will be the best year of your life if you position yourself for it to be so. But just because it is not so doesn't mean it does not have the capability and the opportunity for it to be so. Position yourself. Let's address the prerequisites. Work on them this week. We have a couple of more weeks, y'all, and it is going to get gooder and gooder, better and better as we go along. Uh, we are going to address it and we are going to get these things straight because it is time. It's time. So thank you for joining me for another episode. Make sure you look for that bonus episode. A few more nuggets there as you get ready. Make sure you check the links in the description uh, for today's show um, and check out those, those links and have a great week. Stay safe. Put on those masks wash your hands, keep your distance, and uh, just believe that we are we're coming to the end of this thing. We've come through uh, much more than we have up ahead, and so we're ready. We're getting positioned regardless of what's going on outside in the world, on the inside of us. Change, transformation, and elevation is happening. All right, so thank you for joining me. Look for the bonus episode, and until next week, y'all be good. Hi, you guys, it's Indy from Just a Moment with Indy. And I just wanted to thank you guys for this great year that we've had on the show. These next four weeks will be special weeks. Not only are you planning for the holidays and we're planning to go into 2021, but on the show for the next four weeks leading into the the beginning of January, we are pulling apart and uncovering some uh, sabotages or uh, obstacles that you may have been facing that have come against or challenged you being able to successfully step into your your goals and see them to full manifestation. We're looking at prerequisites. We're looking at showing up, being who we say we are, how to properly vision plan that matches your values. Uh, That's an important one, y'all. And really looking at the narrative that is driving our life. And then the final one as we enter into January will be understanding the power of I will and I am. This next four weeks will be power packed to get you set up so that you can enter 2021. I so appreciate that you guys have been hanging out, but I need just four more weeks. I need you to dig in. This is, we're at the five yard line, y'all. We are ready to enter our new season with, with a greater mindset and better understanding of what may have been coming against our success strategies from before. All right, so a couple of things. I need you to come hang out with me. I need you to bring pencil 
and paper every time you log into the episode that I need you to grab a couple of family members and friends, text them, email them, uh, send them, you know, forward this message to them, DM them, whatever you have to do. Let them know that on Just a Moment with Indy, she is getting us ready so that we can have a better 2021, regardless of what's going on in the world you can still achieve success in your life. That's important to understand. All right. So thank you again for listening to Just a Moment with Indy. And I want to send a special shout out. We are now in nine, nine y'all international listening markets plus the USA market. I am so excited and and I'm grateful to God and I'm grateful to you guys because that means you are getting the word out. And so we just want to continue growing. It's not so important to me the numbers, but it's important that you're getting the messages and we're getting it to as many people as we can and that they are finding results. That's the win for me. So definitely continue to listen, continue to uh, implement the strategies that we share on the show and continue to let someone know that their life is not limited by what they see going on around them. We are addressing what's going on inside of us on Just a Moment with Indy. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. Until next week. (music) Thank <music> you.